Welcome to New Rules Old Friends, where we share our regrets, most embarrassing mishaps, and lightbulb moment discoveries along the path. No mess up is totally wasted if you learn from it. And we're back. (laughs) It's okay. It's kind of our thing. We always have to have some sort of issue, you know? It's to me because I have never had issues like this with anything. Like, I've always been able to figure out the technology of anything I'm doing, which, granted, has been very simple. Like, blogging, writing, Instagram, (laughs) online (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Snapchat. Like I've never had issues. I'm like, oh no, I can't figure out this thing. <laughs> so it's really interesting. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I think that it's just like glitchy for some reason. I think I don't know. I think it's glitchy. I yeah. think the whole concept of sharing, like talking together and recording it is actually much more complicated than I thought it was due to all of my social media, Marco Poloing experience, like FaceTiming. I was like, how hard can it be? Yeah. Sorry, it is, more respect. I, I, I bet everyone has this is my point. I don't think it's just us. I agree. I'm also not embarrassed because I feel like we are both technically advanced people. So well, I think the only reason I feel embarrassed is that the, you know, our premise for this pod is like, we are sharing the wisdom that we have accumulated. <laughs> and so now, like, when we have issues with that, it just makes me feel totally middle-aged. <laughs> like, okay, when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Here I am in my my blue, blue light glasses and my huge headphones. Hold please. Look, can we take a picture? Like we're twinning so hard right now, and it's like Amazing. so embarrassing. Where <laughs> I put my phone, you should take a screenshot. I will. <laughs> this is so great. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what is our topic today? Okay, so our topic today is. You can't reason with crazy, so don't try. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> well, okay, so like I I did not make this one up, people. Like this this little glean of wisdom um was given to my husband by um someone he looks up to a lot. And it was just regarding like a difficult relationship in his life in his family. And this, this guy was like, look, like you can't, cause Jason's like, well, maybe I need to talk to them about this, or I just need to tell them, I need to confront them and tell them how I'm feeling about such and such a thing and be honest with them. And this guy was like, you can't do that. If, if you have determined based on your experiences that this person is not, not all there, not all on the same that there's not all the tools in the shed. <laughs> they are not in the same, like their feet are not firmly planted on the same ground as yours. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can't, like they were like, yes, if you think that you're just misunderstanding each other and you guys can 
like you really respect this person deep down and you can come to a good place. Like absolutely be honest with them. But if you know from experience that this person is erratic and emotional and a little bit unhinged in certain situations, then all that happens when you are forthcoming and honest with them is you just open the Pandora box of crazy and then they just unleash all of this crazy shit at you. And you know, what's so funny is this guy was totally dead right. And I've seen that in a couple, in a couple really, like I had, when he, when Jason told me that, I instantly thought of this frenemy that I had had in college that had, I had done the same thing. Like I just told her, I'm sick of you reacting to things like I take making everything about you and I just don't want to do it anymore. And I, I'm sorry that you're upset at me for something, but like, I'm not, I have no apologies. Like you're being crazy. And I didn't say you're being crazy. I just said, I, I don't, I didn't do anything wrong here. Yeah. And the girl, so the girl like went nuts on me, like refused to even acknowledge <laughs> me in public yeah. settings. We were in a tiny college. It was our senior year. And not only that, like worked hard to become closer friends with every single one of my friends so that we were in the same friend group, but like she was not in the friend group that I was in for the same amount of time. Like she wasn't as close to people. And then after she had a falling out with me, she worked very hard on all those relationships and would like cut me dead, like would completely like ice me out. And so I just ignored it. And it was annoying. I, I didn't mind it as much as you'd think because at that time I was falling, I was totally in love with Jason. We got engaged. I was planning my wedding. So like, I didn't really care, but (laughs) it was just more like unpleasant, like an unpleasant rudeness to have to deal with, you know? And, and so when Jason told me that, you know, years later we were talking about some stuff and he was like, no, like, this is what, um, this guy told me and, and I was like, oh man, that's exactly what happened in this relationship. And then, you know, I had this penchant for shit reality TV, like bachelor <laughs> and some, some real housewives, some of the real housewives franchise, <laughs> not all of them. I can't get into all of them. And they honestly get so boring after a while, but I do like New York city. I basically like to watch the ones that I would actually like to live in. Like, I think it'd be, in, or not that I necessarily want to live there, but I think it's a cool life. So I like mm-hmm. New York city and, um, Beverly Hills. Okay. And those are the only two I've watched, but oh my gosh, like it's so true because you'll see, there will always be like, well, there's always only like one sane person. <laughs> it's like there's only one who's like got their head on straight is like, like sees logic and can step outside of themselves and objectively assess the situation. And whenever they try to like make themselves clear to the crazy person, just more crazy, just erupts. I mean, it's true. It is true. It's like, you think you're having this like calm, non-emotional conversation. And all of a sudden this person is, is yelling things at you that have nothing to do with what you're talking about or nothing to do with you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So what about you? Have you had experiences that have illustrated the Pandora box of crazy? Yeah. And I was taking notes while you're talking because, um, I know I can see you doing that now. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I'm so organized. 
No, it's because my brain is so dead that yes. <laughs> I was trying to say Kayla just messaged me exactly who I was going to say. So we can't say struggling with. So anyway, there once upon a time somebody somebody got married to somebody else. <laughs> And in this relationship, it's not me and my husband, and it's no, not, it you know, that's fine. So anyway, somebody I know got remarried, and um, the wife is crazy. The, I don't even know how else to describe it. She's just, like, so, <laughs> so incredibly insecure. Yeah. Um, and my... <clears throat> I, I just I'm struggling with telling this because there's so many great stories, but I also yeah, have to be careful. I know. So, but it, it would get to the point where the you know the relationship was incredibly stable. Neither had ever caused the other to have um, any concerns or like lack of trust or anything. Yeah. And then um, some some small thing would occur, like. You know, the husband would visit a nail salon, uh, or he he visited like a you know a credit union that was inside of a hotel to withdraw cash, and she thought he was cheating on her. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like that kind of extreme where you have to be like, no, I I was visiting a ATM, but you it, like there wasn't even any kind of. You couldn't argue. You couldn't. You and you can't. Reason. You can't say like if you're the spouse in that situation. If you were to be like, why would you ever think that of me? Like I'm so offended. That would unleash the Pandora box of crazy. Like you right. just have to be like, oh my gosh, baby, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I love you. Like the end. Like you can't. Right, and that's like the other thing is like, <laughs> okay. I also was thinking of this. Did. You guys, or do you remember the term that guys would use for girls, which is probably derogatory, but um, the crazy hot scale? Is that from How I Met Your Mother? I don't know. It's from something like 10 years ago. I feel like it was really popular. Everybody would talk about the crazy hot scale, you know? Okay. And like, you have to make sure, like, so that from the guy's point of view, yeah, every girl has a little bit of crazy in her. Okay. Yeah. But, you have to figure out if she's hot enough to offset the amount of crazy that's in her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know it's like so derogatory, but yeah. that's what people would always talk about. And I have had so many friends who it's like she was offset in the crazy hot scale. You know, she's not she worth never it. got. She never grew out of it. Like, yeah, never grew out. Yeah. Ooh. Um. But yeah, I, so the question is though, how do you proceed with people like that? Like, you know, do you, what if you didn't determine their, uh, where they were on the crazy hot scale before you entered into a long-term relationship and you're stuck with them? If you cannot reason with somebody that's crazy, how are you supposed to interact with them? So you set boundaries, but you don't tell them that you're doing that. Basically anything you have to manage them. Like you have to manage them. You can't have a confrontation with them. You can't tell them why you're doing things or what you're doing. You just have to decide things that are going to, um, ahead of time. Like you have to be like, okay, like 
I need to set some boundaries for myself and not explain it. And they just said they do accept it. But if you try to explain it to them, that's the issue is like if you try to level with them, but you're not on the same level, it's not going to work. Huh. So you just never, I guess, to your rule, you don't try to reason with them. Yeah. It doesn't mean you cut out the friendship or the relationship. It doesn't mean like you divorce them or break up with them. Like in some instances you can't. And and honestly, like let's define crazy. Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking, I think that was actually really helpful is there are, because everyone, everyone is made in the image and likeness of God and they're all, there's something to love and, hmm. <laughs> and cherish in each person, right? Like everyone has something lovable about them and and everyone is flawed. And I think that when I say crazy, I don't mean like, oh, you're deeply flawed in a way that I'm not at all. I, no, I just mean that like your particular flaw means that you cannot see clearly when you're upset. Like you cannot, yeah. you just, when it involves you or, you or you're very super defensive of anything that, that confronts you. And so if anything confronts you, you're just going to immediately deflect and freak out and you don't have the security to just be like, Oh, like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that's how that came across. Like you don't have that like security because of how people have wounded you and hurt you in your life. So probably for yeah. really legitimate reasons. Yeah. Um, but like you just, I think part of loving people is, is trying to understand them and you can't just make them not be the way that they are. And so if someone is just like, yeah, like they, anytime you, anytime you confront them about something as however lovingly and well-intentioned it is, they're going to feel cornered and they're going to lash out at you. Like, because of their experiences, like you just have to accept, okay, that's how that person is. I don't have to like constantly, um, they don't have to call all the shots in our relationship, but I can't. I can't sit down and like tell them that I don't like what they're doing. I yeah. just have to avoid situations happening. Like, because it's, you're just in a way you're actually, you're actually loving them and accepting them because you're accepting, like, I can't change that. Like, I can't change that. That's how they're always going to react. I like the way you're putting that. Like you're, you're loving them by accepting that's how they are. And it's okay. Like you're right. Some people are going to be extremely defensive and, use that defensive, like it's a counterattack, not just defense, right? Yeah. But there's a reason for it. Okay, so I'm reading this book right now, A Gentleman in Moscow. Yeah. And um, I, have you ever, actually, uh, ever since you told me about reading Tolstoy, I feel like I've been seeing quotes from Tolstoy everywhere. And it's always in the book where characters in the book will be like, oh, well, you know, Tolstoy says blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so it's made me want to be a better quoter of books. I can't do that. So I'm paying more attention. But in this book, um, there was this quote, and I'm going to completely misquote it, but the main character was thinking about how it is so unfair to ever jump to first conclusions about anyone because humans are so interesting and complex that they deserve a multitude of first impressions before you can have a final impression of them. Hmm. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And then it's like the way he put it. And I feel like it's similar to what you're saying. Like you, you're allowing yourself to learn about these people and understand 
why they're acting the way they are, but yeah. not judge them for it and just continue to have multiple interactions with these people because they're so complex and accept their flaws and their, um, well, they're crazy and, <laughs> right. and they're pros. Like there's a reason yeah. why you're friends with them too, probably. So. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes not. There's a couple of my friends that... <laughs> I would say not, but I'm, you know, there's a reason. And I think like, yeah, I think that if you did the opposite, if you were just really stubborn, you were like, no, I'm right about this and I need to be honest with them and let them see my side, even though, you know, it's going to go badly because you've seen them react that way to someone else, or you've already had an interaction with them. That was really bad. Um, you're, you're basically just, um, yeah, you're ignoring who they are. Like, you're just like, and actually that ruins the relationship way worse than if you just kind of decide, okay, like being in any kind of relationship with this person means that I accept that I can't have a heart to heart with them about something serious for me. Like that involves something that they did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just reminded me of this episode of New Girl. I just watched <laughs> Okay. Like, so Nick is talking to Jess. Yeah. And he is telling her how he has the utmost respect for her. Utmost? Oh my gosh. She's like, I think you mean utmost. She's like, you're literally the only person I know that says utmost. He's like, what's ut? There's ut doesn't mean anything. Up. I'm looking up to you. I have so much respect. Up, respect, upmost. And she just goes, uh-huh, okay, yes, dear, and, like, walks away. And I'm like, that's how you have to interact with people who are crazy. <laughs> There's yeah. no reasoning with Nick to say that upmost is the word and not utmost. But yeah, that's a very graceful way of saying you disagree but you're not going to try to reason with them. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Because you can't reason with someone when they're being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should I, maybe we should put that you can't reason with someone when they're being crazy instead of calling people crazy. Maybe that would true. be more fair. <laughs> but there are people who are just consistently like they can dish it out, but they cannot take it from anyone. No matter yeah. the situation, no matter the person, like they just can't. I, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I have a lot of loved ones that are like that. So I don't know. Huh. But I do think you're right. I think that's a good modification to it when they're being crazy. Because again, everybody has a bit of crazy. True. It's so true. I mean, there have been things that I've done that have been legitimately psychopath <laughs> I don't believe you I think like when I was in college and I was obsessed with a boy you know that's different but it's still crazy it's, you know crazy I don't crazed know. maybe I don't know anyway everybody has a little bit maybe mine's just hidden pretty well yeah Some people don't so know how to hide it yeah. <laughs> that's true. Maybe that's maybe that's like yeah, you don't know how to hide it. Or you hide it too hard, like you try too hard to hide it. I don't know. There's yeah. like that line in the family stone where Luke Wilson tells Sarah Jessica Parker, like, the problem with you 
is you've got a freak flag. You just don't fly it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just watched that movie this year. Loved it. You've never seen it before? Never seen it. But I have to say, I don't understand why the younger brother ended up with Sarah Jessica Parker. Because she showed her crazy the whole time. I just didn't get I was like, there's no reason why this guy is going for her. Yeah, you know? they they kind of demonized her character too much. Yeah, I think and then all the her... Yeah. And they, I think they could have like... done it less like that. And because they demonized her character so much that when she ended up with the brother, it was like, wow, you were like really weak and you're dependent on male, uh, you know, justification in your life. And this is so, there's nothing else you could have done, you know, yeah, like so dependent. Yeah. I love it for the big family dynamic, which is very like, it's very accurate just at the the loudness and the teasing and the fighting and the annoyance and yeah, like the closeness is great. I love it for that. And I love the, how like the setting is so beautiful and cozy and, and there's some really funny moments, but then, yeah, like they totally, I think if they hadn't made it so, um, like, I think they took it like too far, their conflicts with her. Like it wasn't yeah. realistic. Like she's a businesswoman. She wouldn't have like social Tourette's at the dining room table and say something like that's completely offensive. Oh, like, yeah. like they just, they took it too far. So then you're right. It made it like, like then you couldn't back it up. Whereas I think they could have done it where it was like just little things that they just didn't, you know, but yeah, they made it so dramatic. And then you're right that it's, I, I did think, cause I rewatched it again this year. I try to watch it. I try to watch every Christmas, but it ends up being more like every two or three Christmases. Mm-hmm. Um, so you only have so much time for all the adult Christmas movies <laughs> when you got kids in the house. Yeah. So, um, and like, I really always love Love Actually and um, trying to think of the other ones. But yeah, I just, I agree with you. I thought that too. I was like, that's really not realistic at all. No. I focus on that all the time when David and I are watching movies or shows. If it doesn't, if I don't believe that one of the characters would be attracted to the other, I always turn to David. I'm like, does, do you, like, what am I missing here? And he's just yeah. the storyline and I can never just accept it. I'm like, like, this dynamic does not work. Oh my gosh. It's like any movie with Amy Schumer in it. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> is that really what happened the guy is always way out of her hotness league like i think she's cute and funny but like the guys in the movie are like uh, would, would we would we put you two together i don't know it's realistic we have all learned how to accept reality you amy have not learned how to accept reality <laughs> uh, anyway super off topic yeah, I was trying to think of other examples of like reasoning with crazy though. Um, I do, I have so many examples, but I really just feel like <laughs> you're afraid of them I, hearing it. <laughs> I really am <laughs> because I could not reason with them that it was okay to share their crazy on my podcast without using names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was. There's a lot of situations. 
Well, like you said, people are complex. They have triggers. They have. Does it make them not worth having a friendship with or being in a relationship with? It just, well, thank God it's not. It it is. I do think if you realize that about the person you're considering marrying, you probably shouldn't get married. (laughs) But if you find yourself married to someone and realize that they have that, you know, I, I think you just accept that that's your challenge in life, you know? Yeah. But yeah. And everybody has different challenges, so it's okay. Yeah. Everyone does. Like, yeah, that's been hitting me lately that like, it doesn't matter their wealth level or their religion or non-religion. Like everyone has some kind of cross that they're dealing with, like at some point in their life. And it, it's always like, usually you look at it, you're like, gosh, like I could never do that. Because it's not yours, so you don't have the grace in the moment to handle it. But yeah, everybody. I have a, I have a friend at work right now whose sister. So she's like my age, and her sister um, just got COVID, mm-hmm. and I you just made me think of this because like. It, it was a good reminder for me because, you know, David and I had COVID and I was like, oh, I'm fine, whatever. But her sister got it and is hospitalized. She also has diabetes and like some other underlying health issues, you know. So she actually, yeah. like, she's been in a coma and she's been oh on my a computer and like she's not she, like, responsive. Dying? Yeah. Oh, my God. And it just happened. And my friend is dealing with it and she's still working because she like, she's like, there's nothing for me to do. My sister's in the hospital. I can't even visit her. You know, there's all this stuff. And I talked to her about it today and she was like, you know, last night they said there's nothing else they could do. But then today they noticed that she was spiking a fever. So they were able to give her all these antivirals and anti like fever medicines in there. They said they saw improvement. She's like, so you know what? That's improvement. I'm going to take it. And she's so cheerful and happy. You'd have no idea that her best friend and she's going through this, you know? Uh, So I like, I thought of that right away when you just said, you never know what people are going through. Yeah. Or have gone through, which may cause them to react in situations that are defensive or unreasonable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It, it's so funny. So, okay, do you think of me as someone who likes conflict? <laughs> no. <laughs> but you also, uh, that's so difficult because you're not confrontational, but you're very opinionated. Yeah. So my sister, Zizi, said something to my other sister got in a fight with our baby brother. <laughs> Because oh. of how he was handling COVID stuff, which was not telling people that he was supposed to be quarantining. <laughs> oh, God. So she called him and like let it rip, like was like yelling at him and telling him that he was a fool and that he hung up on her. Oh my god. <laughs> and she she was like all mad. So then Zizi, Zizi came and visited me, the old my other sister. So I have two sisters, people listening. And um the the middle one came and visited me and she said this comment. She was like, I told Cecilia, I was like, look, there are two people in our family who are comfortable with conflict, and that's you and Kayla. Everyone else 
can't handle it. They freak out. The, the box of crazy opens up or they run away from it or they do things to avoid it. And, and I was like, I was laughing. And then I was like, well, but I don't like conflict. Like I don't enjoy drama. I don't like picking fights with people. And, and, and she was like, no, like, I just think that you're not, if it comes up, you're going to stand your ground. Like, you're not, yeah. like, oh, I can't just agree. Okay. You're very opinionated. You wouldn't just like let, let things go. You, you tell people what you think, even if you're like, well, why are you doing that? Why wouldn't you do it this way? <laughs> like, that was so interesting. Cause back when I was in college with like roommates or friends, I actually, like, I really avoided it at all costs. Like I would let people walk all over me in relationship dynamics because I didn't like, I just was scared to get in a fight. And then, um, I think it, I don't know if it's like with family, I'm much more like confrontation or like I can handle conflict or I don't, and I don't know, maybe I've gotten like, that's what I had to realize. I was like, maybe I'm more like that with everyone period, because I've just, maybe it's just like growing up, but it was something I had to like adjust to. Cause I had always thought I was actually really weak with conflict for a long time. Maybe you've just gotten, you have gotten a lot more confident, I think, since mm-hmm. college. I think that, you know, we've talked about this. There was just stuff that you struggled with in college. And so I think confidence in yourself also, it, it directly correlates to confidence in opinions and conversations and thoughts. Yeah. Well, and I really, when I have like a disagreement with someone I really, it's not because I'm offended that they disagree. Like, I really do care about how they understand. I care about the truth. Like, I really care about how I think too. Like, like if I get into a conversation with someone and I'm saying one thing completely different and then they bring up some really good point, like I have changed my mind mid conversation because I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't think I've done it with you. Like, like I'm like, oh, I didn't really, I didn't make that connection or you're right. Like, I never thought about it like that or that's a really good analogy. And, um, like, it's not that I'm like one of my friends said, Oh, you're really empathetic. And I was like, no, I'm not empathetic. I really just care about, I really want to know what's, what's true. Yeah. you. So do. I want to know the truth in a situation. And so sometimes that means that I'm like, Oh, well, I'm going to give this person the benefit of the doubt because I, ha- I don't understand the situation, but sometimes it's like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> Actually, I know the truth. Let me tell you the truth. Yes, yeah, I do, I do know it. Yeah, yeah, I just don't like when people are in denial or when I'm in denial. I, I just don't like that confusion about stuff. Yeah. But you're very reasonable. You reason you with can, people well. People listening, if you ever need to disagree with me about something or correct me about something, I won't open up my box of crazy on you. <laughs> you won't. We've had some fantastic disagreements. Some of my yes. favorite conversations with you have been disagreements because they were like true opinions being shared. Yeah. And it wasn't, I have to make you understand my point. It was, I disagree. And this is my thought for it. And we were able to have yeah. true conversation about it and I know that I've changed my view on many things because I usually just assume you're right but also (laughs) your arguments are just so good and they make me think about things in a way I haven't before yeah well yeah I I mean the same like you've called me out on stuff that I was really like no you're wrong and then and then when you yeah like I then in the conversation 
I was, I was like, Oh, actually, like, I don't really know what to say to that. Cause that's a good point. So. Yeah. Y'all get yourself a Kayla. Oh, stop. <laughs> Poor Liz, who will, who will reply when you're saying that you hate life and you hate court. You'll be like, I'll come down for a month. <laughs> I'll come down there. This is such an easy solution. I'm not happy. You're not happy. We'll be happy together. We would, though. <laughs> I know. We would run together in the warmth and start getting sun. Okay, last thing. I know we're kind of rambling, but I heard about this today, and I had <laughs> never heard of it before. A couple of my coworkers, they're like, we do video calls, and their skin looks so good. And I was like, oh my gosh, your lighting looks so good. And they're like, oh, we bought happy lights. And there are these new lights <laughs> that you can buy and put on your desk, and they're supposed to radiate vitamin d so it's good for seasonal affected disorder because it like makes you positive and gotta get that for your new desk i know (laughs) a happy light i love that they call them happy lights i i didn't know they existed i'm gonna ask for one for my birthday for valentine's day well vitamin d also fights off covid perfect happy covid lights yeah happy covid lights so everyone should be buying them (laughs) It does, though. Look it up, people. Vitamin D is, like, the biggest thing to fight off COVID. And that's something you should definitely trust Kayla on because she wanted to know the truth, and so she definitely looked up the truth. I did a deep dive. (laughs) I think that's why I never did a COVID deep dive because I knew you and Catherine were, and I was like, don't tell me. We're Catherine and I. We're, like, like people who love to think, and we're stuck at home with little kids. We're like, we love our kids, but sometimes we just need to blow up our friends' phones with articles that we want to talk about. <laughs> 10 minute long Marco Polo videos. I love every minute. So. Oh, man. Well, thank you. This was lovely. Yeah, this is a great topic. Good choice. Sorry for the all my issues with the mic, but. Oh, it's fine. We're. You know, we're figuring it out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All of you, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Can you just end recording?